0: Toontown Public Works is not for kids. We have tried our best to keep the show PG-13, but the Motion Picture Association said that there were too many weird sex things and butts. So now, live and uncensored, Season 2 of Toontown Public Works. Enjoy the show, you filthy animals. Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics.
1: Hello and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we trudge through the ink to find the hidden gems. I'm Ishii the raccoon. I'm a, I'm Casey the Dog.
0: Hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Casey the dog. <laughs> I heard you say you're a graccoon. Crack. <laughs> that's what okay, I thought you said. Sure. That's why I got all. That's why I got all uh, tripped up because I, <laughs>
1: I was <laughs> okay, processing. Fair enough. Okay,
0: we still have a kitty to introduce.
2: Yes. I'm sir. Look, yeah, I'm Cirque the kitty.
0: All right, yeah. there we go. There you go. Yeah. the cat who fell into a blunder while he was saying his own. He name. fell.
2: <laughs> hello. Everyone, he fell into in a pit of
0: now.
1: He fell into a pit of cameo. Yo, <laughs> tell me what's the
0: word? The word up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas episode. Hello, guys. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, it's Christmas. Can't you tell?
0: Everyone. Can't you? Can't you tell
1: that we are so enthused for the Christmas season, so much so that before uh, we recorded this, uh, we were considering flipping a coin about whether or not we'd actually talk about Christmas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because we do it and we do Christmas in July also, so we do two Christmases. (laughs) Yeah, and that's about at least one too many.
1: Yeah. How
2: come your mom lets you have two Christmases?
1: (laughs) Because I'm divorced, <laughs> or, or no, no, well, my mom would be divorced. I wouldn't be the one being divorced. I divorced from my parents, and therefore that's why I have two Christmases. I do one for each parent because I'm I'm emancipated. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You uh, accuse work. your parents. I uh, accuse <laughs> 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 my parents. <laughs> uh, if you have not seen an episode of MST3K, I highly recommend it. Uh, I accuse my parents is one of those good old uh, teenage scare films. Uh, that uh, were very popular at the time, and it's great. It's lovely. It's f- it's dumb. It's great. Uh, but anyways, uh, yes. So uh, first off, we're going to talk about cartoon news, and uh, uh, Frozen 2 came out. I didn't see yet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see it soon, uh, but... Uh, despite all that, I, I feel like, like, I don't have news, and I didn't really want to look for news at this time. Not not out of, like, oh, I don't want to look up news, I just was lazy, and I didn't want to look into it. <laughs> so, um, especially this time of year, where, like, all the big stuff's already out, really. I have news. Uh, like, okay, go ahead.
2: The news is, I learned this during the, uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, that Fucker the Elf on the Shelf has two new cartoons.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, he also has a cereal. Believe it or not,
0: could you explain to me, like, aside from aside from like a, a tactic used to uh, like slow burn desensitize children into uh, growing up in a police state, what Elf on the Shelf is actually supposed to be? I actually don't know this. Legitimately,
2: I can. I mean, I can do this unless HG wants to hop in here.
1: I mean really it 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 is pretty much what you said Casey. Like I mean really what it is is it's a thing for parents to put up and say, "Hey, hey you little shit, fucking Santa Claus could see you. He he's got a he's got a narc right here. If you do anything bad, he will find out and he will tell Santa." It's literally just to get kids to be nice, you know, and behave around Christmas time. That's all it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz when I was growing up, uh we didn't have Elf on the Shelf; that wasn't a thing yet. But uh, we had this thing that we called the Magic Elf. That I thought that my dad kind of brought over from Norway, like it was a Norwegian tradition, uh, where there was um, like a little elf that like left miniature gifts every day if you were good every day leading up to Christmas. And it sounds like Elf on the Shelf is just that, without the fun part of getting like a piece of candy <laughs> in the morning. So. <laughs> So that kind of sucks.
2: So... I can sort of throw my hat into the ring here on explaining the the elf-on-the-shelf phenomenon. Uh Uh-huh. So the deal with the the elf-on-the-shelf is it's sort of a physical advent calendar. Like, and I know that sounds weird because, yeah, the advent calendar is, like, sort of a physical thing, but it's like, it's a surprise element. You wake up in the morning and your kids are like, oh, where is he now? And then you, as a parent... You take the elf and you put him somewhere. The problem, and like, and then you're like to your kids, oh, look, he's doing this wacky thing. Look, he's drinking coffee or he's riding a jet ski or something. Okay. And uh, yeah, the problem is the whole he's watching you at all times and don't touch him or you'll kill him or something.
0: (laughs) Whoa, okay and um, off season um, he does a uh, metaphysics lecture series called elf on the self <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay 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 um very good. so like so like i uh there's I don't know, like, the Elf on the Shelf is, like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, well, uh, that's right, Uh, it's better than the Switch Witch, at least, Uh, Switch Witch is, if you don't know what that is, uh, it is uh, the Halloween version of Elf on the Shelf, in the sense it's, like, a little witch that you put on a shelf, and what you do is you leave your Halloween candy after you go trick-or-treating right there in front of the Switch Witch, and depending on how much of the candy you get, you get a better and better present, uh so basically it's just telling you to waste candy so your parents don't have to like, you know, you, like
0: I guess that's for their health or something and like also their teeth. Yeah. I'm but at the same time, the one, like I feel like the one saving grace of the switch witch is that it seems like something I would implement as a parent if I had like a diabetic child, for example. Uh, I'm sure that's what it was intended for. Like yeah. that's what it was,
1: but then okay. Regardless, but they became busybody. We,
0: like they didn't. So they're making two Elf on the Shelf cartoons.
2: They are, and they're both I think pets themed.
0: Huh. Cool. Okay. has got pets <laughs> now. <laughs> so- so this is this is clearly the the level of news that we're dealing with this month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like uh, like for me I just wanna like
1: uh God, I don't know. Like I, I'm I want to I don't know, like really like all I could think of when I think about like Christmas cartoons is that like I mean the obvious things you know the stuff that i grew up with uh because i'm an old man uh in a 20 old man. year old body um and like i like i i'm just like i like i i briefly wanted to talk about something that i have been noticing lately uh and that is that i'm getting really fond of the rankin and bass uh stop motion christmas stuff again I watched, like, I watched Rudolph yesterday. Yes, you were doing watching Rudolph. Uh I feel like Rudolph is huh. There's there're things about Rudolph that makes me go, huh? But there's also that's true of
0: like every Rankin Bass thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean so the my my brain is so ruined that I had a I had a really difficult time. Like I can't see anything without trying to apply metaphor to it anymore. <laughs> uh, and in that way, the Rankin Bass universe is ruined for me because, like, uh, I see, I see Rudolph as like, like, oh, he he has a like Rudolph has an, a nonconformity, which is clearly a metaphor for like growing up with autism when you have a toxic ass dad or something like that, you know? Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> and. And the, the the dentist elf is clearly gay. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. <laughs> yeah, um. it's not even subtle. Super. He's he's extremely gay. Uh, yeah. I watched that yesterday. I I've I mean, thought I would maybe try and watch some of the others as the season went on. They're K- Casey. You read the conquest 46.
2: of bread. What does Yukon Cornelius represent?
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: a representation of a butch daddy, that's what he is. Oh
2: my god. Are right, are we yeah. going here this time? Are we going here?
1: <laughs> um anyways. Uh so like I don't know. I I I made it sound like I had like a thing planned, which I really didn't. I'm just like, Rick and Bus stuff was good, right? Like i that's kind of where I'm at. Like it, it's good, right? Like it's, it's was not fine. bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's, they're
1: yeah. Like I'm gonna have to. Revisit. I think things like uh, I mean, Year Without a Santa Claus is like camp classic, always and forever, because it's about the bickering uh, like feud between two ex boyfriends uh, about the weather, <laughs> like basically uh, it and then there's like a. I don't know. I also, I know this one's really weird and people don't like it, but, uh, uh, Rudolph's shiny new year. Like it's such an unnecessary, like short to exist, but it's also so weird that I kind of love it
0: because it's about
1: Rudolph. Okay. So the premise is about, uh, basically, uh, Rudolph is charged to deliver the baby new year uh to the place where he needs to go uh for like uh you know before new year's come uh because like the old year is like an old man now uh and he's being replaced with a baby of course because that's how time works i have um never mind i've seen this okay yes (laughs) yes and like the baby with the big ears and then like rudolph just going to colonial times which <laughs> like i don't know it's it's it, it does so many bizarre things also the villain is a vulture with uh like who wants to live forever and then there's a whale that has a watch on its tail and it's like a giant clock i don't know it's there's
0: a lot of stuff going on
2: I
1: can,
0: There's I a can lot of appro- stuff
1: going
0: on. I
2: can appreciate someone trying to do stuff with New Year's as a holiday and like make it into a cartoon thing. It's,
0: I mean, it's, it's better than ground. Rudolph's.
1: It's better than Rudolph's Christmas in July. But um, that was wait, like, that was a thing. Oh yes, that's a that one has a uh, Rankin Bass stop motion Frosty the Snowman <laughs> in it, uh, and it. So uh, there was a really good video uh what's his name hold on sorry uh uh i'm about to put something very cursed uh on recording just saying right now uh i i was going to youtube to try to look up this dude's name and i searched uh he did like a garfield video about like how weird the movies are uh and i searched garfield weird and uh, like i put w e Quentin reviews. That's right. Yes, Quentin reviews. Uh but yeah, uh Quentin uh I put WEI and it autofilled with Garfield weight gain. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Uh, but uh anyways, uh so yes, Quentin reviews. He did a video about how uh the Rankin Bass stuff uh was like one of the first uh, cinematic universes or at least the ones that like Uh, like, at least as far as we know them today, uh, and, like, it's an interesting discussion to see, because, like, yeah, that's the thing about the Rankin-Bass, uh, stuff, is that they do have continuity over time, and they do introduce characters that do get, like, become, like, part of the plot, and that's, and the culmination was the Rudolph, uh, Rudolph's, uh, uh, like, Christmas in July, where, uh, which if i if i remember right it's about rudolph having to join a circus for some reason um and uh and it like has like all like the major characters from like the Rankin Bass uh like christmas stuff in the past including jack frost uh jack frost being the most underrated of them all by the way um but uh, i don't know like i I'm getting, I'm just waxing nostalgic for that. And I want to talk about that more than I want to talk about, uh, like the fact that I haven't seen movies in a while. Yeah.
0: Uh, That's I right, mean, I can, like I, can I can, there. I can just real briefly brush over that. I saw Frozen 2. All right. That's okay. it. <laughs> <Fair> enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. I'm, I think I'm about that. To, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going uh, to see
1: Frozen 2. I was thinking about just talking about like my favorite like animated movie and cartoon of the year this episode. Uh, for that. Just because just because like I really don't think Frozen Two is going to affect my standings whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> um not that I think Frozen Two is going to be bad. I just think that it's not going to be a film for me. <laughs> like entirely. Um
0: yeah, I mean, it was okay. But it was a lot like the first one. I didn't. It, the first one didn't vibe with me, especially. So that's. I think that's part I, of my problem. I liked
1: the first Frozen, uh, and I actually, uh, to this day, uh, so I saw uh I saw uh Frozen two with someone uh a a good friend of mine, uh, and uh I was in the theater, and we they got to the part where spoilers. Uh, the uh that one prince guy that anna was like in love with was actually secretly evil uh and uh when that happened i apparently audibly gasped (laughs) (laughs) and he will never stop making fun of me for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, delightful
1: that's a lovely story
0: Um, I will say in, in um. the trailers before Frozen Two, there was something called Spies in Disguise, which is an animated film that has like Will Smith and Tom Holland playing basically oh, yeah. animated characters of themselves, except Will Smith turns into a pigeon. Oh, it really oh does no, just how feel like we get out of this predicament. Anyway, that comes. Rob Schneider is, is the pigeon. <laughs> Will Smith is a pigeon. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, movies, but, are <laughs> movies are dumb. Movies are dumb. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about that, other than it seems really hokey. Blue Rock sky customs, Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do we really have anything else worth mentioning? Okay. I have a thing worth mentioning on okay. that front. Uh, go ahead. Uh,
2: I don't actually think I saw anima- any animated movies in theaters this, uh, this year. Shock and Horror were doing a cartoon podcast. I did not get out to see any. The whole uh, year? Really? The entire year. I don't uh, think so. How many did I huh. see? I, saw I will Because I saw a Story
0: lot. and Frozen. I don't know. I will say, though.
2: So- I will say. I did see one on TV, and that one on TV was, in fact, pretty good. Pretty amazing. I liked it a lot.
0: Did it have a name?
2: And- and- yes, it did. Steven Universe movie.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That I- was a good one.
2: Yeah, I, I am completely yelling. all in. I really like Spinel. Spinel is really good. I will not shout out Spinel, ever.
1: She good? Uh, let's see here. Uh, in terms of anime movies, I saw... I saw- Nisa. Niha. Niha. I saw Kiki's Delivery Service, which isn't a new one, but that was in theaters. Uh, I saw Toy Story 4. Uh, I saw Ugly Dolls. Oh my fucking god, I forgot I saw Ugly Dolls this year. <laughs> <laughs> we both saw How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, I've seen Missing Link. Uh, um. I've seen. I saw Wonder Park, okay? I saw all the bad animated movies that were in theaters this year, except for Arctic uh, the Arctic one or whatever. What was it called? Like Arctic Dogs? Arctic Dogs. I wanted to see it. Yeah, the one that got
2: buried because the lead in it was...
1: uh, Oh, is that what happened? Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) For reference, the lead in Arctic Dogs, Jeremy Renner. Uh Uh-oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Not the
2: best timing for your
1: uh, kids' movie. No, I saw like a movie too. Uh How to Train a
0: Dragon. Yep. Uh I watched both I, of I the live want... action Adams family movies in preparation for seeing the animated one and then after watching the live action ones I was like those were really good and I saw the reviews for the animated one and decided I didn't want that to ruin the good ones for me so I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, I would say that my favorite animated movie this year that I saw, um, it, I would say, honestly, if I'm going to be perfectly honest in my truth, it's got to be the Rockless Modern Life Static Cling. Like, that that, that was the movie of the year for me. Because, like, it wasn't technically a movie because it was a lot shorter than a film, uh, but that was always marketed as a movie. So, s- s- blow me. Um, But, like, I'm just... I feel like that it's uh, it was it was a refreshing, like bit of like, honest artistic integrity from like an era like like because like we're getting to the point right now where we're like, getting a ton of like nineties nostalgia thrown at us because we're adults now and we have the money or at least we allegedly have the money, um. So they're trying to like, throw- I
2: have my points.
1: Yes. Uh, and so, like, they're throwing everything at us to make us buy things that are related to these things that we're nostalgic yeah. for. And, and like, also make the 90s are remakes and On sequels. the teetering
0: edge of the 30-year cycle.
1: Yeah, like, we're starting to see it. Like, Captain Marvel was, like, 90s nostalgia. Like, it, she literally crashes into a fucking... Oh, yeah, it was. She, she crashed into a fucking blockbuster. That was the first thing she did in that movie. Uh, after, like, the alien stuff. But, like, the first thing she does on Earth. Uh, but, uh... But yeah, no, I'm just like, if I think about like every movie that I saw this year, uh, specifically animated ones, but just in general, like the best ones I saw, uh, like I saw a couple that were not new that I saw for the first time in theaters. And then. uh, And then like I saw Toy Story 4, which was really good. I liked Toy Story 4 a lot. Didn't make me it didn't blow my pants off but you know i'm i'm cool um like how to train your dragon 3 was disappointing uh there was uh a lot like i don't know but like my whole point is just that i think about everything i saw this year and i and i think about like this wave of like Shit, that's gonna be pushed at me, and it's already being pushed at me, uh, for being the money haver age and with nineties nostalgia, like something like a *Rocco's Modern Life* movie on, uh, like like I like an animated special to bank onto that nostalgia, could be a disaster. Like, uh, like I mean, like not a perfect example, but like, uh, when they brought back *Red* and *Stimpy*, uh, you know, like that's kind like they brought it back because people really loved that show from the nineties. Uh, but then, you know, it was terrible, (laughs) like absolutely fucking awful because, uh, John K no longer had a leash and therefore all of his worst qualities just went in all at once. Um, but like, uh, but yeah, no, I'm just like, like Rocco's modern life statically could have been like nothing. Like, and I think there were some people that were pretty much expecting nothing, especially after the trailer that showed off, like, oh, Rocco doing a, like, they're doing a Starbucks joke. Which, to be fair, I get why they did it, because Rocco is never, that like, missed Starbucks's, like, rise, really. Uh, but anyways, like, it, like, I get, like, some people that were super hesitant getting in. I thought the original trailer was actually pretty neat, and I thought it was n- funny, but, like, uh. But no, it ended up being about something more significant uh, and like actually it was a, it had artistic integrity. It knew what it was doing and it was very sweet and very genuine and honest and had things to say, which is good. I'm glad that they did have they did that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Rock is Modern Life Static Link is my favorite movie this year or animated movie, at least. I don't Uh, know what
0: mine is.
2: Is it too late to change my answer to Dwegan's?
0: Fuck Um, off. Okay. hmm, (laughs) hmm. It's a few years too late, I think, actually. Yeah. Uh, That Dwegan's came out, uh, it looks like, in 2014. So yeah, you missed that boat by about five years uh anyway oh my god that uh, movie was made in 2014 this is this I introduction it... has been freeform jazz <laughs> <We've, laughs> oh no, yeah it absolutely we, has been <laughs> we made no plans we're playing everything by ear
2: <laughs> to be fair
0: i think we're just playing so you, you found this the listenable
2: <laughs> sometimes you gotta break up the format a little bit to like keep things good break up the format nice. by Goosebud-
0: not having a format uh hey
2: if
1: goosebuds could talk about like whatever the fuck they want to before they get even like mention a goosebumps book in their podcast for like a half hour sometimes. I think we're okay. <laughs> Should so, we even watch a cartoon? I... <laughs> 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 it's just... Uh we have to. It's in All our right. contracts. We got I mean we 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 got player pay contracts though, so um maybe usually yeah. we watch a cartoon tonight, you listen to them. <laughs> you listen to some cartoons. Just On talk the Christmas about episodes, we
0: do not always end up watching cartoons as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll, we don't have that again. But if it uh, does
2: happen, don't worry because I'll come to you. I'll talk to you till it's Christmas in the room.
0: Okay. Here. So let's do
1: this. Let's do let's do this dang ding dong dang thing. Okay. 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 Okay, well All actually right. before we do that ding dong dang 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 thing, we gotta talk about that ding dang dong dang dong Patreon. Yes. Uh so we, if you didn't know, have a Patreon. <gasps> uh I think Alex talks about it before every episode nowadays, so <laughs> woohoo. Um but uh yes, uh it's uh where we like, if, if you enjoy our show, you find us, like, entertaining in any capacity, uh, you know, even if it's just, like, you, like, hearing uh, a voice just sort of, like, pattering behind you while you're, like, working on, like, I don't know, writing erotic fanfiction or something. Um, like, we, we, we appreciate you, and, uh, it would be great if you uh, subscribed to our Patreon, because, uh, we have, uh, a lot of bonus stuff, especially nowadays. Like, we've got like, oh god, like two years worth of Toontown pup, uh, Toontown Nights at this point, I think, uh, which uh, Toontown uh, Toontown Nights is a podcast about us watching bad animated movies, uh, and then we have to be nice about uh, nice about them. the next one being uh, Dweegans, which, uh, the most recent one we watched, uh, and that one was which we were referencing earlier, and that movie was bad. I, can't even pretend that i liked it at all Uh, not in the slightest um and uh we've also watched like alpha and omega the live action woody woodpecker film um we've seen uh a couple barbie things at this point uh but like yeah it's uh the barbie stuff was actually some of the better (laughs) better stuff we watched which is kind of great um but anyways uh the, uh, then we also have our other podcast, which is uh, Toontown Chronicle, where we just talk about things like that are uh, that we like that are not cartoon related. Uh, generally speaking, like I talked about Creepshow, uh, which is a really good series uh, on Shutter, uh, which is a streaming service that is actually pretty dang good, better than you would expect. Uh, I
2: talked about Nosferatu, which is about a goddamn vampire car.
0: Oh God, <laughs> I forgot about Sweet. that movie. Nosferatu, the F.W. Myrna horror film from the 20s? No, 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 this is N.O.S. for A2. A Joe Hill novel that's been like, yeah. Like Nosferatu. I get it. Exactly. Alright. Very clever. Uh,
1: (laughs) Not as clever as Evil Bong, but it's clever. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, I don't know what you talk. What, what, what did you do say about Casey again? Uh
0: I know you did a recipe recently. I know I did. Was that the last one I did? I think I may. I think I may have done a recipe for a seitan roast, which is what I make, uh, in instead of uh, Thanksgiving turkey.
1: What
0: uh, is seitan? Okay. What? What is Satan? it's it's like a vital wheat gluten based meat substitute i mean it's not technically it's not historically just a meat substitute but that's what it's used for a lot these days uh sounds very good it's really tasty well okay
1: and uh with that you can listen and learn how to make that delicious yum yum stuff gum yum for your tum uh if you go to patreon.com slash ttpw that's Toontown, uh, that's, uh, short for Town Public Works. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you, like, uh, you know, do the cause, like, uh, it really would help us a lot. All the money goes to our editors, as opposed to us, because they're the ones doing all the hard work. We do, we just say stupid stuff into a plastic bit of metal, and then just, like, eventually becomes something that apparently people listen to, so there you go. Um, but yes uh if you already have a patron we thank you with all our heart if you aren't yet uh you can't afford it don't pressure yourself but if you think you could spare a couple bucks we can you, you know you, you can throw it our way and you know you'll get bonus stuff you get those podcasts you get a lot more to listen to and i'll be great uh i'm pretty sure on some of those i'm so drunk that i'm like completely incomprehensible <laughs> Um, maybe not that drunk, but like, I, I, I'm not like slurring my words, but I'm definitely not thinking straight. (laughs) So, uh, you, you can listen to that if you want to like blackmail me or something. I don't know. Um, and yes. Uh, and with that, I think that's it. So end of advertisement. Just suddenly stop the music all of a sudden. Cause then like, yeah. Uh, yes. So let's go on to do the thing that we normally do. And what's that thing we normally do, children? That's right. We watch cartoons that have fallen to the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible. And since this is Christmas time, we're going to watch some Christmas cartoons.
0: Hopefully cartoons. (laughs) And in the previous Christmas... I don't think we've had a Christmas episode so far where we didn't end up watching just a straight up live action short.
1: Yeah, I know. Like there's this collection that we got that's supposed to be just cartoons has some live action things on it, including some pretty depressing stuff too. Like they had the little matchstick girl, a live action version of that. (laughs) That That's right. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. So who knows we're going to get this time folks. Merry Christmas! Child dies. Uh, us Merry Christmas. Uh, an orphan dies before they have any parents <laughs> to love them, and then they just die thinking about like being with someone that actually loves them. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Uh, so yeah. How? So how? How are we going to uh do this ding dang thing? Uh, uh, well. Why am I saying ding-dang? Why am I like this? I think it's just because I haven't slept very much today. Uh, You're uh, just full of yes. the
0: Christmas spirit. Oh, yes. Christmas I'm just bells. full
1: of bells. Like, you just sh- shake my head, and you'll just hear a jangle, 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 jangle. Uh, you cast first. I Ar- go
2: jangle, jingle jangle.
1: Park, go raccoons. For the love Sweet of God, let's watch a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's, 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 <laughs> let's, let's, let's go with the list, okay? Let's go to... The list. Dremel, Alex. Find the Christmas section of the list. Uh okay. We're gonna watch something called The Candle Maker.
0: Okay. Sure. Okay, fine.
1: Okay. Um, there were okay so despite having absolutely nothing happen at all in this cartoon <laughs> like like despite that it still talks about a child who feels like they failed god <laughs> and
0: that's kind of
1: amazing it was <laughs> have to
0: say. at least a cartoon
1: <laughs> yes it was say. physically
0: a cartoon um it is a very long cartoon and a very boring cartoon. Uh, but it is technically a cartoon. It feels um, like something that
2: would be in like Sunday school.
0: Yeah, that's actually yeah, exactly what certainly. I was thinking. Is like this this sounded um this it had the same timbre as all of the lectures I listened to going to church as a kid, but didn't pay attention to at all. <laughs> So it was probably a story I've heard fifty times, and just never retained. Uh, But nonetheless, because why
1: would you retain it? Like nothing happens. Yeah,
0: I mean that's the the story is there's a little boy who works for the candlestick maker who's his dad, and his dad is going out of town to deliver the candles, so he has to make the candles for the church for Christmas uh, when they do their Sunday service, but he forgets to put the wick in one of them and he failed God. And then he makes a new (laughs) one. The end. (laughs) Like, that's it. (laughs) He fails (laughs) God because
2: the candle, the candle lets out a horrible black smoke in the church. thus summoning Satan.
0: Yeah. So there are, (laughs) there are no real additional details, but imagine all that story I told, except it takes me 10 minutes. (laughs)
1: Also, everyone is so sad the, that that candle does
0: not light right
2: <laughs> also he has a pet mouse that he's slowly poisoning by feeding wax
0: for some reason yeah there the there is a pet mouse that is the saving grace of this cartoon that mouse is really um, cute yes it's a very good mouse the mouse uh, is like okay
1: i'm gonna be perfectly honest with y'all uh i had my head down at my, looking at my phone for like half of this thing <laughs> and i don't think i missed anything uh and uh all the while like i was just like the only time i was ever like paying attention 100% to the screen uh was when the mouse was on screen
0: <laughs> yeah the moments with the mouse i very s- i like the mouse the moments the mouse um best. everything else i hated uh i i don't <laughs> like churchy things <laughs> I don't like any tricky yeah. things. Um so <sighs> oof. So yeah. I, mean, I feel like the I feel like that a lot
1: of stuff we're gonna see in this collection are going to be semi semi churchy mm-hmm. because, because here's the thing about Christmas cartoons. They're incredibly lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> so but the only I mean, thing.
2: actually go on, I don't interrupt.
1: Well my whole point is just that like uh, the stuff that probably is most likely going to fall into the public domain uh, is most likely going to be stuff that was made for church purposes, you know? Like, they're not there to make money in a commercial sense. It's just a presentation of something. Not always, not always, because there's always, like, the traditional, like, stuff that shows up, which show up, like, in a theater in between, like, uh, like a feature film, like an A-list or B-list film. Um, but, like... It's still, I don't know. It, 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 I don't, I don't have any good expectations ever going into any Uh but at all, there's no reason.
2: But like, is it going to be on like this level though, where we have a kid wishing that Jesus would remake him?
0: Oh yeah, that is something that happens. <laughs> yeah, is he's like a candle is so easily remade. I wish I could be remade. <laughs> and it's mm. like maybe, oh.
1: maybe if you. Maybe if he was born in, like, the age of fur he would know some place to reform <laughs> himself with, you know? Or at least have the ideas and come up with more concepts for it. Who knows? Yeah, this is um, a
0: sad boy with a sad bull cut. <laughs> oh, god, a sad boy the, who cannot go on fur affinity because he's cut. too young. <laughs> yeah, with a bull cut. And my favorite thing is, like, like this minor snafu of him like forgetting to put the wick in one of the candles during Sunday service like or like the Christmas Eve service rather cuz they not... do it again the oh, next yeah, day yeah, yeah. uh you know like like this like tiny mistake like that night there's a shot of him and his whole family at the table with their head in their hands like they fucked up so bad <laughs> <laughs> they're deep in the throes We're of the Yeah, so we 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 are uninvited from
1: every church function forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, I don't know. I I I guess the the real the real lesson is the you know the the performative, uh, the performative nature of church and the unnecessary of uh, the unnecessary anxiety it brings you. That's Um, completely fair. Yes, there you go.
1: That is, that is completely fair
0: that is my reading uh, <laughs> addendum to that
2: this was May 1957 that's all I can end on
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know maybe we have listeners who go to church and have like a really cool church I wish I had that uh, so that was me protecting my ass <laughs> uh, why don't we watch another cartoon let's <laughs> do that
1: yeah Okay, so yes, let's go back to the list. Alex, drum roll, please. All right, we are going to watch Jingle Bells.
0: Jingle That'll bells. be easy to find on YouTube.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, That's a good point.
0: (laughs) Just let me know who made it when you started up. All right. Jingle bells. (laughs) Jingle Jingle bells. Bells. All the way. An hymnalogue,
1: hymnalogue, uh, this is why I don't like doing Christmas episodes, everyone. <laughs> this is why this 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 right here is why I made up the Christmas short of July uh, gimmick so we could go through the Christmas stuff twice as fast because I can't do this.
0: I can't keep doing this. I mean, it was less. It was less than three minutes long, and if you're wondering what it was. Imagine a karaoke machine that shows the words to <laughs> jingle all the way. I'm pretty sure it's we had one of these for come oh come all ye faithful in our first Christmas episode or something.
1: I think uh, we did. Yeah. yeah. But like <laughs> the, the the like it's 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 a karaoke machine and like the the graphic they have over it is a cut out of a sleigh as a background like like moves behind them like it's probably like on a conveyor thing or whatever and then occasionally it splices in shots of rotating like snowmen and trees for some reason (laughs) yeah like it just does that i
2: I will say this more animation than one of those goddamn puppet shorts and more than that i actually found it for about fifteen seconds, I found it to be a very interesting new form of animation that I had not seen before. This is an idea that I have—I don't think I've seen.
1: Uh, I've actually seen a whole movie that was kind of like that. Uh, really? It was a—it uh, uh, was an adaptation of Dante's Inferno. It wasn't very good, though, oh, honestly, because it was oh. like kinda... oh,
2: you're like, breaking my heart. I here. mean,
1: I mean, did you like it?
2: Uh this uh this short.
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying the Dante's Inferno thing.
2: Uh, The concept sounded very interesting to me.
1: I mean, it's okay, but it also like, it, it's it's, I don't know. It, it definitely has got the edgy humor in there, is what it's trying to do sometimes, uh, which is not I always see. best. But, but uh, anyways, uh,
2: we barely have anything with this short. We don't have much. Yeah, whole.
1: no. It was just jingle bells. It was just fucking jingle bells. You want us to sing jingle bells to you, audience? Jingle bells, jingle, jingle, bells, jingle, jingle
0: bells, jingle all the way. We're just gonna do a fucking round of thing. it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like that's it. That's all there is. Next cartoon. Yep. <laughs> so should we, should, let's yeah, go to the next I, cartoon because who cares? Let's just let's just Ugh. burn right through it. Just go. Let's just fucking go. Vroom vroom, people. Let's just put a vroom, brick vroom. on. Let's just put a, a brick on the fucking gas pedal, <laughs> and drive it through Christmas Town. <laughs> Who we'll, we'll go down Santa Claus Lane and like run into a lamppost?
1: Um,
2: <laughs> That's the real way to celebrate Christmas.
0: <laughs>
1: Get arrested for drinking too much nog. Um, <laughs> It wasn't even spiked. It was just eggnog. They just don't want us to eat all that much egg. We at ate. Time. We it's drank wor- an it's
0: illegal f- amount of non-alcoholic
1: eggnog. <laughs> we drank out. <laughs> we drank too many eggs, and the cops are after us. <laughs> That's the title episode. That's the title of this episode. We, we drank too many eggs, and now the cops results. are after us. Christmas punk. <laughs> this. <laughs> this is. This is a. This is like a like a toon fallout boy album na- title or something. <laughs> we <laughs> ate too many eggs and now the cops are after us. <laughs> uh, anyways.
2: HT, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm
1: tired. I'm a sleepy, I'm a sleepy, sleepy raccoon, sleepy, sleepy raccoon boy. And as such, I'm going to see dumb things. <laughs> uh, so yes, let's let's go to the list.
0: Let's unwrap another Christmas present. Uh, uh, we're
1: gonna watch a short called "The Elf and Mister Little."
2: Wait, hang on. This sounds familiar.
1: The Elf and Mister
0: Little. Did we do this one already? I think we did this one already.
1: What what was it? The Alchemist, well.
0: The L- I know, but like what what happened? Um it's like a puppet one. Uh uh
2: he's like some sort of toy maker or something. He's a, he's some sort of worker and oh, it's
0: extremely right. long and like blue tinted uh churchy thing going on uh okay so we've already seen that one then pretty sure we did that one okay fuck that shit then bye
1: mr alpha mr low i don't fucking care uh <laughs> you're dead let's let, let's move let's do did we do the little christmas burrow no that does not sound familiar no okay so we're gonna watch the little christmas burrow
2: i can only hope that this is a uh, adaptation of Dominic the donkey <coughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's gonna be the, the donkey with like the really long ears that was at Jesus's birth, I guess. Mm. All right. <laughs> uh oh no 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 I'm, no no that's that's a that's a ranking Bash short. I was just referencing a ranking Bash oh. short. Yeah, the the long ears.
0: Donkey. All right. Okay. B- buckle in because this one's the, the last one was three minutes. This one is twenty four.
1: <laughs> oh no. Well, I guess it makes up for it, I guess. All right. And we
2: will spend 5 minutes talking on it.
1: So, okay. Um one thing that Circ brought up when we were watching this uh was that uh is that this was very Rankin-Bass, considering, like, what was, uh... What we were talking about a little bit earlier, but, yeah, no, in terms of... At least in terms of, like... Like, this is definitely someone trying to, like, eep on the kind of stuff that Rankin-Bass would do in the sense that it's, like, a Christian story that is told through talking animals, uh that has a bunch of musical numbers that uh, don't really matter. And, and this is only kind of tangentially about Jesus kind of
0: barely. Yeah. It it Um, did feel very rank and best light, (laughs) but uh, what I
1: I described there also could be said for uh, the star. So I'm not sure. Um, man i don't know so (laughs) this short is cute this short's cute i actually i i there was a lot about it that i actually really did like
0: uh yeah there there is a lot about it i uh i distinctly didn't like but uh i didn't think it was that bad Um, everything
2: involving the humans can get out everything involving the animals except for the mouse can say
0: yeah i like i remember as i was watching it like noticing like all of the human characters are men, but I knew like, like, well, later on, we're at least going to see the Virgin Mary and you don't. They manage to, they manage to tell the story of Jesus Christ's birth without even showing the Virgin Mary.
2: <laughs> you see her knees.
0: Yeah. You see a silhouette of her as they walk in basically, uh, in basically montage, <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is about <clears throat> a donkey who can't understand why he's such a misfit um, and why nobody wants to own him as property, which is what he wants more than anything. He's kinky like that. Yeah, he's a cute little donkey and he... Uh, he ends up stumbling upon a camp where he finds there are these camels that don't want him to drink water from the well but he gets some help from a new mouse friend named omar who and omar's big thing is that he hates water that's his character person that's like his very strange, like the weird thing they did to round out his personality and use for, I guess, comic relief is that the mouse hates water, which makes no sense because everyone needs to drink water to live. And um, he's in the desert. Yeah, and he, he hates water in every capacity. It's a very strange character trait. Um, well,
1: like, I, I, I can imagine a story, like a story similar to this that takes place in a desert where a character hates water and like they're like some weird kind of like person who just like is very like i don't know uh maybe they're like germ phobic but they think that dust will be better for them than water or something or you know they they just are like scared of drowning so much that even a puddle is like gonna happen but like None of that is explained for this Omar character. It's just, he doesn't like water, and then that leads to a, like several moments where he's like, oh no, I touched water, ah! And that's all that happens. Yeah, for
0: comic, for comic relief. They needed him to hate water so that they could make him do jokes, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so he could
2: gesticulate wildly like he already does.
0: Yeah, so anyway... The uh, the Christmas burro gets um, uh, utilized to carry um, uh, stuff to places, (laughs) and then ends up getting uh, sold for a single piece of silver to uh, what? No, no. So first, what
1: happens is that he. Uh, gets picked up by someone to do like uh, lifting things, and he he's then traded to a shopkeep uh, oh, yeah, for right. a bag of dates, a bag of dates, and then uh, he's then sold again f- to someone for one silver.
0: Yeah, like, so they're really like they're someone. really setting up they're really setting up this motif of nobody wants you, you know, like the that's mm. the characters. Uh, uh like major uh goal is to be wanted by anyone so they have to make it so everybody hates him for no reason um
2: he's like he's like, like a little, I, he's like a little babu, right or is he like or is he a fully grown donkey
0: i got the impression that he clear. was a just a, a little babbit um but i don't really know it's not I mean, super clearly established I I think what they're going for, and this might be giving
1: them too much credit, is they're trying to establish that like, uh, the people who needed him were folks that, uh, like the, the they that appreciated what was in there, and like was it weren't super rich or like getting a ton of money or anything like that. They're just like the, they they saw them for them. And I think also part of it was probably going for like, well, in the church, even if you feel like you don't belong, you belong here. You know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh it's uh I don't know. Like I-, I will say, um the animation in this is actually pretty dang good. Like it's not bad. Uh yeah, there's there's some wonkiness and uh yeah, the human character designs are not good in the background mm, paintings are any. gorgeous. Background paintings are gorgeous, yes. Uh yeah, I
2: think at uh, I think at some point we joked about the fact that they all look like they, they look like surrealist Dolly paintings, and yeah, there is love put into these backgrounds.
1: Uh I will say that the first musical number, well it started before the music started, which was weird. Uh it was I actually kinda liked it. It was not that bad
0: Uh, um i didn't like any of the musical numbers but i found that one to be the most tolerable of the four ish that there were um it's it like i like uh i mean i like the animal designs uh there's there's a section of the third song where omar is singing about um about traveling in a caravan, uh, to Asia. And, like, you you kind of see, like, it kind of switches styles into being, like, these, uh, you know, like, Chinese lithographs or whatever. It's, uh,
2: it's, and- it's weird. It's weird, because they're talking about going to Cathay, which is another term for, uh, China. But, yeah. But it, it kind of looks like on... I'm gonna just shout before I, before I like stumble over some stupid shit. I well actually, it kind of looks like I, this night just be me being dumb. It kind of looks like Japanese artwork.
0: I thought it looked Chinese. That's completely fair. I I um, might not be. Yeah. I mean, regardless. Uh, regardless, I, Omar uh, takes uh, takes an opportunity to do a yellow face for a couple seconds and like really grotesque. Yeah. It's it's not good. Like extremely, extremely grotesque, poor taste, like three seconds of animation. <laughs> uh, so we couldn't avoid racism. It just couldn't happen. No, didn't <laughs> happen. Uh,
1: a miracle did not happen. Uh, but... No Christmas miracles this year. Though, wait, 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 wait. Christmas miracle. We did get one Christmas miracle this year. They were all cartoons. We didn't get. No yeah, life- there <laughs> were no no uh, live action things. It was all cartoons. They were Thank all you, Jesus. Cartoons. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
0: It is really a miracle. We had no live action. I mean the middle one wasn't like a I don't
1: know super was, well it animated. I count <laughs> sure. as animation. I count as animation. Alright,
0: yeah. The um, longest
2: bar achieved right somebody put a cut out of a sleigh on a conveyor belt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. the subtitles seemed animated at least, so maybe that's you know, that counts.
0: Yeah, I mean, anyway, that the Christmas Burrow cartoon ends with like, it's the nativity scene. We, we we'll
2: on this grand story to get to Jesus. Here
1: he is.
0: I mean, we all knew we all knew how it was going to end. Here it is. <laughs> we were just ba- 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 in the
1: last minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like the, the the fucking okay. Like up until this point, though, like
0: the the
1: donkey. Like, okay, did the donkey do anything?
0: (laughs) Did he do anything there? Uh, He just kind of dragged along for the ride. He's kind of like Indiana Jones in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I suppose. It's a building
2: He, We're following him on his journey.
1: Yeah, it's a (laughs) kind of age story. Uh, This This movie is to the nativity story. Uh... It, it's to that as uh, Lion King
0: one and a half is to the original Lion King. <laughs> as frozen, is- and Guildenstern are dead are to Hamlet. It's yes, um, exactly. I, I'm I and I feel like the funny thing is I feel like there's like a billion distinct uh, animated features and like storybooks that are basically. That where it's like, here's a side story about people who were around when Jesus was born and got to witness the miracle. And could you imagine if all of them were true?
2: (laughs) There's a really morbid (laughs) one of those I was going to ask you if you'd like a scene, Casey, where like, it's a story about a bunch of trees, and one of them's a very proud tree that's like, "Oh, look how awesome I am! I'm gonna be used as a throne for a king." And then he gets cut down, and he's like, "Oh, what's happening to me? Where am I going? Why am I getting cut in such so a strange it's a story?" Shape? Book, and then, right? yeah, it's about yeah. it's a story about the Jesus's cross.
0: Yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, every December, my dad would wrap all of our Christmas storybooks. And every night we would unwrap one, and he would read them to us uh, before bed, <laughs> and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that was adorable. My my parents did a lot of really great stuff for Christmas when we were growing up. No, oh. fond memories, uh, but yeah, that was one of them. I do remember that. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's the the little Christmas burrow from nineteen seventy seven. Um, I mean, it's not the worst Christmas thing
1: we've watched. In fact, it may be one it's up of there, the best. One of the
0: best. It's probably I, the, among the most uh, among the most redeemable ones. Highest uh, quality. Yeah, it's not quite. It's not quite up there with Pockets as cool. Uh, I could do, <laughs> I could do without
2: the racism, but.
0: Yeah, Chris. We the do like three can, seconds of just completely pointless racism. Uh, can, can
1: we adopt? Can we adopt the Christmas watch as the official Toontown Public Works like Christmas <laughs> special? Nobody else is fucking <laughs> using it.
0: Exactly. So I suppose
1: so. <laughs> I mean, it's in uh, the public domain. Like, we could totally do that. We could yeah. like sell DVDs and say it's a Toontown Public Works Christmas featuring Pocket School. <laughs> featuring School.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh boy uh yes so let's see wanna do the prompt I now? guess. I guess that's all that. yeah let's just do the prompt yeah let's do that heckin prompt uh, let's talk about songs uh yes uh did oh. we have any responses oh, to see. old prompts one moment sorry no uh, worries Okay, uh, so let me check the email here. Uh, if you did want to email us to talk about uh, previous prompts, uh, you can uh, go to Toontown Public Works at gmail.com. Or rather, you can uh, email us at Toontown Public at gmail.com. Uh, let's see, let me pull up that ding dang email. Uh, (laughs) no, no new emails. Okay. (laughs) Uh, but we did get responses on our Twitter about our new prompt. Uh, so our prompts, uh, every week we just give out a prompt for y'all to respond to. Uh, just about various different things in cartoon world. We just want to know what you think about things. Uh, and, uh, this week, uh, our question. Or rather, this uh, episode. Our prompt was, "Uh, what is your favorite musical number in a cartoon?" Uh, there's a lot of good answers for this. Uh, let me just hold on. All right. So our first response comes from. Okay, here we go. We got a response from Earthdigger. Uh, Earthdigger uh, said, Well, uh, barring the obvious low-hanging fruit of Yakko's World or all the good uh, cartoon intros, I have to say that Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame. uh, I love the good villain song, and it does a good job of showing how messed up Frollo is. Uh, Yes, that's actually super duper... uh, So, uh, I feel like the easy answer would be to just say Hellfire, because Hellfire is one of the best animated musical numbers in any animated film, I would say. Like, I'm not even, like, gonna mince my words at all with this. Like, it's a great sequence. It's very well animated. It's a very cool song that's, like, very character-heavy and, uh, very dark. Darker than you would expect, Uh, and it's because it's literally about a guy who's like, oh, I'm going to hell because I'm lusting over this woman. Well, if I convince her that she likes me, then, uh, I can then don't have to worry about my lust. And if she refuses, I will kill her. Like, that's basically what's going on here. Uh, and it's, it's kind of cool. I well, not cool because it's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. This man is horrible and he's actually one of the most despicable Disney villains. Uh, but it's uh it's a really good character moment, like a very good character, uh, like series. That j- and then they immediately follow it up, uh, with a very church like, church, uh, like a very bell oriented kind of song, where uh, to try to kind of like. Contrast with the Hellfire. It's it's a very good sequence. Hunchback and Notre Dame would be an amazing movie if it wasn't for all the prerequisite Disney bullshit they threw in there.
2: Well, uh, there's edits out there that get rid of
1: those, so True, but I mean that's yeah.
0: <laughs> uh did you have thoughts, Casey, on that? No, it's been a very long time since I last watched that movie. Fair
1: enough. Um
0: you know, so here, I have Disney
2: Plus now. I should go look that up.
1: Yes, I actually watched it again, like about a few years ago, uh, and I thought it was really good. Like, but I, like, I, like I said, like this, this, the, uh, it, it, it's a, it, it, it's a solid B minus C plus. No, B B minus. I'm not gonna be mean. Um, the reason why it's not like an A is entirely contingent on the fact that the whales are absolutely obnoxious and have no reason to be there Um, i actually
0: think the last time i saw that movie was in theaters if i'm being honest like it's been a very very long time same
1: yeah i mean i i I saw it i saw it like i said i saw it very recently uh because i was curious because i was like this is like the weirdest disney movie of its era like it's uh, I do wonder what like Victor, Victor Hugo else. would
0: think of it if he were still alive. Oh, he fucking! Hate I mean,
1: it. <laughs> I bet. But but to be fair, Victor Hugo would hate almost every adaptation of *Hunchback*. Oh, Hunt, I, of I
0: think because I think Victor Hugo would despise uh, the most recently *Miserable* <laughs> adaptation. Like so. Well,
1: like, if, well, well, I'm just saying because, like, uh, like the uh. The original book of Hunchback was, uh, like it was m- less about the people, but more about this, like sh- the, the, the actual cathedral itself of uh, Notre Dame. Um, like he couldn't care less about any of the characters that were in there, it was more about the architecture and the stories that built around it and within it. Yeah, Les Miserables um, and, is much
0: the same. There's a lot of a lot of it, description of French architecture and history and stuff like that Uh, i just
2: love those sewer systems
0: yeah he loves to describe the sewers for a 100 pages but like Uh, okay but 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 my the thing is is that like the the way
1: that like victor hubert the story is incongruent with some what most would say is the best version of hunchback which where it introduces like genuine sympathy for the romani people in uh in the uh uh story where it became actually about prejudice and uh immigration and about like people who need a place to stay because they got nowhere else to go and how it's kind and good to you know accommodate for that you know um but uh which is where basically after that every hunchback of notre dame adaptation like envelops into envelops into its plot in some way you know unless they're going like completely strict with the original book um so uh yeah if yes a good very answer. good answer yes uh if you want to learn more about hunchback in notre dame uh lindsay ellis did a really good essay about uh uh the history of the hunchback and notre dame it's really cool um uh let's see so thank you very much uh for that earth digger um uh, we got a response okay, from we got a s- response from the Wonder Gomer, uh, who said, uh, I have a few. Uh, the one that springs immediately to mind is Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's that's a very, very, uh, very good.
2: Very it's classic. Very strong visuals on that. Very strong singing from Robin Williams, of all people. Or was it Dan Castanella doing the singing on there?
1: No, it was Robin. It was Robin. Because, uh, like, uh, for from, from what I understand, uh, uh, the lyrics for a friend like me were written down and for him to perform. But Robin definitely went in and put his own inflection and direction into it to make it more of his own thing. Like he 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 wanted to put his hand all over it, um, and it shows by like the franticness and uh, the. Gen- like the the energy that just goes throughout, uh, that sequence. It's it's such a visually delightful, uh, sequence and such a fun, catchy moment. It's like one of the best in Disney history. There's a it reason why like people keep going super back hard to. Too.
2: What? It sells that character super hard too. Immediately.
1: Oh yeah, it tells you exactly what Genie is all about, uh, and. Well, I will say that I am not a fan of the live-action remake. Um there I did find someone who took uh the friend like me sequences from uh the live action and the animated one and spliced the music in a way to make it seem like they were doing like a duet, like a back-and-forth duet. And it was actually really freaking cool. That's so if you I could mean. find that, like I would look into that. Uh <laughs> But, yeah, Friends Like Me, that's a great one, for sure. So thank you, Wonder Gomer. Agreed. thank you Uh, so much. uh, We got a response from uh, Dr. B. Uh, Oh, And they said, I have to say, Let Us Adore You, reprise from the Steven Universe movie. Spoilers for those who haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not going to do the spoilers. Uh, But, uh, yes, the Let Us Adore You, uh, sequence in the Steven Universe is actually one of the best. There's actually s- like uh one of my favorite Steven Universe moments. Period happens in this uh in the movie uh uh involving uh Spinel the uh the the villain of that movie. Uh, I can't go into it because it's spoilers. But uh yeah uh check out the Steven Universe movie. It's really neat. I like it a lot. Some people are a bit hard on it because it goes into like, uh, like it tries to like. It, it, some people go hard on it because they don't like the fact that Steven like, uh, actually like, like is forgiving, and also, people don't like that. Um, uh, I'm I'm being very reductive. I'm probably sure there's some like legitimate concerns, but for me, mm, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's good.
2: That's a good movie, and that is a good song. In a movie full of good songs.
0: I haven't seen it. I'm still like haven't even watched season two all the way of Steven Universe. So Jesus, That's completely fair. Very far behind.
2: You got you got time to catch up. It's all good.
1: No rush. Um. So yes, uh.
2: I'm gonna say, Casey, is here we are in the future.
1: Here we are sure. in the future. Uh anyways. Um Thank you very much, B. Yes, thank you very much, Dr. B. Uh we got a res one last response here from Fine Earth Sign. Hello. Uh uh also known as Blackjack. Uh uh and they said uh it's a little bit of a forgotten gem compared to the others, but I have a soft spot for You and Me from the Jetsons, the movie. Uh, it's a song by Tiffany and a neat fantasy sequence.
0: Oh I... no, I want that to be my answer now. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered that, it's so good. Oh my god, do you guys remember this? Oh, it's so fucking good.
2: Tell words, Casey. What? Tell us words. Tell us words. Oh, I thought you said cuss words
0: like you were telling me to calm down. I was like, we don't censor those anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we don't. (laughs) Um, You can say all the swears you want. It's all
0: good. Yeah, you and me from the Jetsons movie. um, Like, it's... uh, I don't remember if any other part of it's redeemable, but it's the artist Tiffany, um, and it's like you and me is like this... uh, It's like this crazy, like it's like a section of the movie that sort of feels like it's an animated music video where they just went into like this really like interesting stylistic. Um, uh, uh, well, yeah, like they, they kind of, they kind of experimented a lot with the way that they animated just like this one part of the movie that was done sort of like a music video. Um, and I, I, am, as a matter of fact, when we're done recording, going to force you guys to watch this with me because you'll like it. I'm actually watching
1: it. it right now,
0: like uh, a little it, bit, like with the, the yeah. audio's
1: like low, but I'm watching it. Yeah. yeah, this is, this is like really out there. I like this. Yeah, this, and the
0: music, the music is great too. Like the song is really good. Um, I, I wish I had more like uh, profound things to say about it. I just think that it's a. Uh, I just think that it's, like, a really great sequence in a movie that nobody really remembers. Um, yeah. Super good response. I'm glad someone brought it up because I had forgotten. <laughs> and that would have been my answer if I had remembered. Uh, but yeah, like, it it kind of, like, invokes Renee Magritte at parts and, like, uh, and, like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just like really cool to watch. I don't have much to say except that if you're listening to this and you're curious, just pull it up on YouTube. It's like two minutes long, uh, and it's absolutely worth two minutes of your time, even if you don't watch the rest of the movie. Uh,
1: yeah, I would. I I like just from what I was seeing there, and I heard a little bit of the music. Like I I I didn't want to like blasted so i couldn't hear what you were saying casey so but no no, it's 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 really good it's It's really extremely cool uh uh yeah it's it it's it reminds me of yeah like it definitely reminds me of like music videos of from like the 80s for sure like especially like the late 80s um oh man um so yeah thank you very much uh blackjack for that response Uh, all right thank you so much Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Okay. So. Okay. So who wants to go
0: first? Well, why don't we uh, mention, their, why don't we mention well. Alexus actually real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, because oh, he, yeah, yeah. Alex like is the one so? who suggested this prompt. Um, and uh, that, it's a very good prompt. Uh, he wanted to mention uh, Chili Down. The section from labyrinth with the with the fireys you know the the creepy guys who take off their own heads and like bounce them around and stuff probably my favorite section of that movie and probably my favorite song uh we decided uh that you know like it's puppetry and puppetry counts as animation uh <laughs> it's uh it yeah um it's just a. Uh, yeah, that's a great section of that movie. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, you should watch that as well. Uh, so great response, Alex. Um, I guess I could go since I'm already talking. Uh, as I think go is uh, as I think I've made abundantly clear this episode, I have a somewhat complicated relationship with uh, with traditionally uh judeo-christian media <laughs> um but uh i my uh, answer to this is deliver us from uh from the prince of egypt uh Holy shit partially just oh, a good yeah. yeah partially just because like I, I mean first of all i'm a sucker for like a great um ensemble piece uh, but, uh, but I think that one does such a great job of, like, establishing the themes of the movie in, like, a very emotionally impactful way. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, it, it, like, it also, like, it's the, it's basically the opening scene of the film, and you get to, you get to, it, it kind of just throws you right into the very stunning visuals of that movie uh and i think it's a really good song so that's what i picked okay
2: yeah I that's would a good agree answer with that heart heartily i do like that song a lot and in general prince of egypt has like has like one dud in its soundtrack otherwise it's really good
0: yeah they they really that movie i think is redeemable in many ways well, yeah,
1: because it's, it, while it is, like, biblical, it's also, like, telling a story that isn't, like, a version of the story that isn't technically how it is in the Bible, you know? Yeah. It's it's expanding upon uh, ideas brought upon in, like, the Ten Commandments movie, uh, and, uh, and then just makes it more believe it makes it more it feels more real it feels more impactful more passionate it's actually really good i love the mm-hmm. prince of egypt it's a really good movie yeah i
2: think uh, i think i think like out of the first half of doing
1: doing
0: works
2: out of the first half of the prince of uh,
0: egypt
1: like... <laughs> please
0: let my people go
1: oh woo what's this a A Uh. locust (laughs) (laughs) but
2: yes out of like DreamWorks' uh, catalog like the first half of it it's between that and Eldorado as to what their best movie was there Prince of Egypt almost just barely edges out Eldorado
0: yeah, yeah, I do remember being in first grade, I think, and uh, yeah, it was definitely first grade, uh, and uh, <laughs> my uh, like, I, I told my teacher, like, my dad's picking us up early from school so we can go and see a movie, and then one of my friends in that class was like, oh, my dad's doing that too. And I was like, what movie? And she was like, The Prince of Egypt. And I was like, oh, I'm going to the Rugrats movie. <laughs> I wish I would have <laughs> seen The Prince of Egypt instead in theaters, because that probably would have been way better.
1: I I remember oh. I remember I saw The Prince of Egypt in theaters, mm. uh, and I was like a little baby. I was like four or five or something like that, maybe a little bit older. But... Uh, uh, I saw the Prince of Egypt, and I loved it. I thought it was super cool. I love the scene with like the advisors who like had the staffs that turned into snakes, and then mm-hmm. Moses' staff great turns into a snake, and like it's a great scene. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I, I turned to my mother after the movie and said, "Yeah, but that didn't really happen, did it?" And then. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then my mom went, no, it happened. It totally happened. And I was like, um, I, 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 I turned into the image from like fucking LA noir with like press X to doubt. doubt. <laughs>
0: and that was the uh, first,
1: that was the first straw in my, uh, losing of my faith at four years old. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh. It's it's a very good movie though. I love it. It's great. Uh, uh. What's your answer, Cirque?
2: Uh, so is it specifically animated musical number?
1: Uh, yes. I would I would think that I would restrict it to that.
2: Okay, I this still sort of counts because it is in the beginning of the movie, and while it is a song that continues on. I will, I'm, I'm just going to say it, everything is awesome from the Lego movie. I like how that's used in that movie so much. That 100% well, yeah, counts, I don't know awesome why is...
0: it would even be in question.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, because like, because like the, like, the visuals in the, the movie are fantastic, yes. I also like the fact how it sort of like gets extrapolated out into the rest of the movie and how as it goes, mm-hmm. it goes from something that's like, Sort of a little bit insidious, too triumphant. By the oh, moment.
0: so you're so you're so you're saying that you like it as more more as a late motif than as a musical number.
2: Oh, as a musical number, it's also really
1: good.
0: Yeah, yeah. He likes but it on both levels. I
2: like I like it as an I like it all encompassing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Tegan yeah, like and Sarah really wrote good. that,
1: right? Yes, they did. yes, yeah, yes, it did uh yeah i loved uh that was such a really good uh like i like yeah you're right everything awesome starts off as like this really like like the modern real words world cyberpunk future like terrible anthem where it's like yeah this is like really insidious and weird and kind of creepy and then at the end of the movie, it just transforms that sax same song into a genuinely passionate song about creativity and positivity. It's really yeah. kind of amazing that it does that. It's it's so it's really that's why the Lego movie is a good movie, folks. That's why people like it. It's 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 an actual film with things in it. It's not the playball playbo, playbo- playmobile movie or whatever the fuck that the the there's a fucking you know those like playmobile like figure dudes or whatever
0: yes yeah uh
1: like they're like the ones that have like the legs that don't bend and like are got like kind of they're kind of lego-ish but they got like round heads with like dot eyes and stuff
0: yep i had a bunch of those we have a at my mom's house i was just there for thanksgiving she has one of those as a nativity scene <laughs> on one of our selves. <laughs>
2: I'm waiting uh, for Lego to release a Lego Hazmat Team playset like Playmobil did.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Playmobil. Uh, they made a movie that came out very recently. It's not good. <laughs> it's like, probably going to be a- came out. Yep, it did. It's coming out. Uh, it, it came out very recently, actually, and uh, it, uh, it it's probably going to be a subject of Two Town Nights eventually, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for now, uh, yes, it is just a twinkle in my eye uh, in terms of like a f- watching a film that just doesn't understand the point of the original like thing that it's ripping off at all. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see what else. OK, so my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. Um, uh,
2: actually, I yes? do have one more answer, but I will let you go first, HG, because this is a very very technical gets in on a technicality sort of answer
1: well just get it out of the way then
2: okay uh all right so as many of you probably know there was a, a movie called the emperor's new groove that disney put out in the early 2000s that had a very very uh let's say fraught production like a sketch like a production sequence well not production sequence just production where it started off as sort of a typical like a typical like high concept disney movie like uh like epic sort of thing and then turned into the very looney tunes-esque movie that it was in the end now as part of this the storyline for it changed drastically and that was to the point where they dropped all of the musical numbers from, uh, well, almost all of the music. There's like one left that ends up in the Emperor's New Groove. I think,
1: yes, yeah, yeah.
2: There's one that gets that. There's one, and then a reprise of that at the very end. Uh, the original movie was going to have a bunch of songs by Sting and other people. One of them was the fact that Eartha Kitt's character Isma was going to get her own villain song called snuff out the light it exists on youtube and it is an amazing dawn song it's really really Uh, really 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 good
1: uh fun fact uh for i i'm pretty sure i brought this up on the podcast before but uh actually i brought up in toontown nights uh so uh, a couple years ago uh uh euro disney uh or disneyland paris i'm not sure what they're calling it nowadays um I think it's Disneyland Paris. Uh they they had That's a thing Disneyland event. Paris. Yeah. It they did a a special event called uh Fan Days uh which was basically a thing where like every Disney character that ever got a costume uh at a Disney park uh was out there. Like they were there. You could like be there with like fucking Chicken Little, Jessica Rabbit, uh like Uh, I believe even the Kingdom Hearts versions of Goofy and Donald were there, too. Uh, uh, But one of the big uh, special events that they had was they had a concert which had Max Goof as the host doing like standout and uh, eye to eye from like a Goofy movie. Um, Right. This was the
2: one that you said was like a fever dream for you.
1: Well, it wasn't a, it, kind of a fever dream. What I, what I said is that it was like a dream that I had that someone like read and then made real. Like this is like because inv- it involved all my favorite Disney franchises. Uh, like it had uh, Goofy Movie, uh, Zootopia, uh, Lilo and Stitch, uh, Three Caballeros. Um, and then it had uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. And for the Emperor's New Groove segment, they actually had uh, Yzma sing... Uh, turn off the light, or what was it like? Is it snuff out the? What is it called again? it's snuff out the light, I believe. So yeah, snuff out the light. They actually had Yzma sing "Snuff Out the Light" at on uh, at that stage show, which marked, I believe, the first time Disney officially acknowledging that song, uh, in like a Disney park or like as like being part of the Emperor's New Groove canon. Um, holy shit. So it's it's neat. It's neat that they actually acknowledge it now. Um, but. Um anyways, uh yeah. Uh good good answer. Um uh my answer is Thank super you. duper simple. I'll make it quick, I'll make it easy. Uh Jesse's song in uh Toy Story 2. That's a wrong
2: good it's choice. Very good.
1: That's it's a song that like destroys me as a child and destroys me harder as an adult. Uh Especially when you think of it in the terms of, like, uh, which a lot of people, like, make as a fan interpretation of the thing is about a lesbian relationship <laughs> where if one person, quote unquote, grows out of being a lesbian and leaves the other one behind. <laughs> like, uh, it's a very... But like, I mean, that's also like a broad interpretation, and I don't think that's literally obviously it's not it's obviously not the literal text of what's going on here. But like uh it's such a beautiful song that makes a character that like because a lot like a lot of times in like like animated films, especially of that era, like if they added like a new character to the bunch, that's gonna be a part of the gang, it's going to be something that's gonna kind of end up being feeling forced or kind of lame or like, I don't know, just kind of dumb um but like Jessie becomes one of the most endearing characters in all of Toy Story and I'm I will say that I'm sad that they haven't done more with her like I would I would honestly honest to god want to see a Toy Story movie maybe I don't know maybe series I don't know if I want a Toy Story 5 Ugh. but I do want a Toy Story thing where Jesse is the protagonist. It's entirely about her. I just I think there's want-
0: something very unique about the song, in specific, though, in that it is uh, the only uh, diegetic musical number in the entire franchise. So like Toy well, yeah, Story 2 becomes I mean, a musical for like 5 minutes and then the franchise is not a musical the rest of the time and it works really right. well but it's I think it's kind of I, funny that it is that way. <laughs> I think I think it takes all the way up to Coco before Diz, Diz,
1: uh, Pixar actually makes a quote unquote musical number again. Mm-hmm. Like and that movie you, Coco, you can, like, 100% call a musical. Like, that one's a... that You can call that one a musical, but, like... I mean, it's literally uh, all
2: about music, so that makes sense.
1: Yes, uh... But, like... Uh... Yeah, no, no Pixar film really did that, either. It's it's kind of... It, it Like, it was the odd duck out. Like, sure, there were musical sequences, where, like, maybe they'll have, like, Randy Newman sing a sad song while the characters look sad. Um, but, like... Uh... This th- yeah like I said this is the only diegetic musical number in a Pixar film up to that point it's not just Toy Story but any Pixar film up to that point I if I'm not mistaken I might be forgetting something but I don't think I am um and 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 it, and, it, and again it doesn't happen again until Coco uh unless like there's like a something in like Good Dinosaur or something I don't know what one the I have to see I have a question Yes
2: does what's his name the piano guy singing in the uh first movie count
1: no no i wouldn't okay, say that because like i said that's that's what i was saying randy newman just singing sadly like because like sure you got a friend with me is a very important song to the toy story canon to the point where it's like literally the music when you're walking around uh oh, what's it what you call it uh like the to- the toy box level in kingdom hearts like it's that integral to the actual like thing of toy toy story but it's also not a musical number it's just a theme song um Uh jessie song is 100% a a musical number so i would say that yeah that's i would say that was one of the mo the first times i saw a film as a child where i was like, not just, like, sad, but, like, feeling, like, an emotional depth to a film that I never really felt before. And I loved it. It was so good. It was so good, y'all. Y'all, it's good. Very good. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I, tried, I said I was going to make that short, but I actually did the exact opposite. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh... Uh, so thank you for listening to Town Public Works. Uh, the next prompt, uh, and we actually know our next prompt because this one came from Mikalith, uh a friend of the show. uh, Mikalith, Mikalith, uh came up with the prompt. Uh, let, me, let me get his exact wording in front of me. Sorry. Okay, here we go. What is the most ridiculous thing you ever thought because you saw something in a cartoon? So basically... What do you watch in a cartoon and go, oh, that must be true, or that must be real? Uh, uh, I'm sure all of us who were once dumb children, who are all idiots, by the way, all ch- children are idiots. Uh, uh, you you probably did do this. Uh, it's not their fault. They're just small and don't have enough brain matter yet, um, but
0: adults uh, are better and smarter than children.
1: Yes, I mean, <laughs> it's we we don't have any child it's, presidents it's, for God's sake.
2: I, well, actually, I I know this is controversial, but
1: <laughs> this might be controversial, but <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, it's uh, so yes, I've just any dumb dumb ding dong dumb thing. I'm still I'm still saying ding dong, and I don't know why I'm saying ding dong. Um, but yes. Every little thing. Uh, uh, So yes, if you want to uh, respond to our prompt, you can just email us at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com, or you can reply to the tweet that's going to be posted uh, right after this episode airs uh, uh, with the hashtag toontownprompt. That just helps us keep track of it all. Uh, And yes, uh, let's go on to the housekeeping. Sir, can you get started on that?
2: Yes, uh, well, of course, first off, we need to thank, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say Alex, thank you, Aki, thank you, and KC, thank you for all of us, for all of you, rather, getting in there and helping to edit this podcast. We could not do this without you.
0: Thank you.
1: No pressure. <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yes, thank you very very
0: much. Uh it's very appreciated. Uh KC. Uh we have a website. It's called toontownpublicworks.com and it is the world's best website. Um mm-hmm. you can uh <laughs> you can read our show notes there and watch all the cartoons that we watched and if you want to if you prefer it to an RSS feed. You can technically listen to the podcast there as well. Uh, it's true. Yep. So that's... You can
2: also... Go ahead. No, that's it. Okay. You can also go to uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Maybe not our website, because I don't... Do we have a way to leave reviews on our website yet?
0: No. But I don't. Well, I don't plan to add that. I think that if people want to leave reviews, the best place to do it is Apple Podcasts.
2: You know what? You know what? Leave reviews for us wherever you wherever you see a place to leave reviews. Put us on Yelp.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Review us on Dad Yelp. We're Coyotes. Rate right? dads. Uh, that is a joke. <laughs> I'm stealing from another place. Re- review uh, us
0: on Ashley Madison. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Uh,
2: so. uh, to, to be serious, though, reviewing us does help us like figure out what to do with the show, how to make us better. It has helped us make us better. And also, if you're listening to this on Apple, what is it?
0: Apple Podcasts.
2: Yes, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it does help boost us a bit if we get reviews. In
0: the algorithm. The almighty algorithm. Uh. And last of all, we have a Patreon. Once again, that is patreon.com slash TTPW. Tango, Tango. P- uh, pineapple. <laughs> what is P again? I don't remember. Feta? Yeah. No, uh, no it's not. Potato. Uh, Potato. Whiskey. Potato. Uh, so, Yeah. Go ahead and check us out there uh, if you would like to help support uh, the future endeavors of making this podcast and check out our bonus content.
2: Where I tell you about a goddamn vampire car.
0: Yeah, our bonus content is literally one third of what we do. <laughs> uh, so there's quite a bit there. I recommend it. Um. Yeah, I don't know anything else. I think that's it. I think that might be it. Um,
1: Take us out, H.T. Merry Christmas? Yes. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm D the raccoon, and mm, eh. I think H.T.'s distracted. <laughs> 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 I, I'm downloading Civilization 6, okay? <laughs> 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 I'm done with Christmas I'm just playing Civilization now I'm looking at the anime girls that are available As Civilizations as like Mods for fucking Civilization 6 right now That's where I'm at in my life Okay I'm Casey um, the
0: dog <laughs>
2: uh, Um, I'm Sir the cat I think
1: Yes And with that uh, This has been Tim Town Public Works And these uh, cartoons uh, They have been archived Okay bye folks Merry Christmas <laughs> Merry Christmas.
2: If a Santa is coming down your chimney, keep going. I don't know. What? <laughs> okay. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Just sage Stitch advice. Sure don't die Tri- in your chimney. Stitch that on a throw pillow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Merry holiday. Goodbye. Holiday. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.